Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Alive. You are now entering the flip side. Welcome back to the flip side podcast where we talk everything upside down and inside out. And today I'm so excited. We have Lyric Everly here, the founder of the Everly Agency and so many more things that I cannot wait to touch base on with her. So Lyric, thank you so much for being here. Um, I'm just absolutely excited to pick your brain and see what new things you're working on. And we'll talk about the other things that you've done as well. Yeah, my pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, I love it. So I just saw too, just to mention, I saw that you were in Montana, was it for a wellness retreat that looked incredible? Oh my gosh. So that was my first time in Montana and 10 out of 10 would go back. It was yeah. so beautiful. I was up there. Um, I'm in a coaching group called fit for service this year. Okay. And, um, it's a podcaster named Aubrey Marcus. You may have heard oh, of that actually uh, sounds really familiar. I feel like uh, I do. I yeah actually his topics. Um, but he co-founded on it with Joe Rogan. Um, oh. and he now has his own platform that he's really built up. He touches on psychedelics some medical metaphysical things as well. Um, so I'm in his coaching group this year and we just had a summit up in Montana on this beautiful piece of property, a beautiful ranch out there and leading up to it. Um, a group of us went into Yellowstone and saw all the geysers. We saw Old Faithful. We saw all the bison on the side of the road. It was just absolutely stunning. Oh, I love that. That sounds so beautiful. I, I remember I went to Montana, I think when I was 12 years old. And, you know, even then, like you kind of have this idea of Montana where it's like, there must be nothing there or whatever it is. And even as a kid, I remember being like, this is one of the most beautiful places I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. I'm so glad I said yes to that. And I absolutely want to go back. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I once I go up there, I might not want to head back here. I'm like, mm, maybe it's time to start that farm. I've always wanted to start. I know. I feel, like, I feel like a lot of our generation is thinking that. 
yeah, we're kind of like, we've been trying for so long to you know, just keep going. And it's like, yep. maybe it's time to reconnect with nature and community and, and all of that. And, and speaking of community, which I feel like just looking at some of the things that you've done, I feel like that's something really special to you. Um, you know, I could be just making that up, but I feel like that is something that is super important to you. So if you have any insight on community-based projects and um, even how you started Everly Agency, like what does community mean to you and how did you kind of start on this journey where you're working with lots of individuals um, wanting to improve their life? Yeah. Thank you for asking that. I do think that community is one of the most important things that we can build in our lives. And, you know, you even think about places in the world like the blue zones. Mm -hmm. That's one of the key indicators of longevity and healthy, happy lives is being in community. So I've really taken that to heart and like seen the value of it. So I try to weave that into everything I do, whether it's my company. So the creative agency, Everly agency, I built with a tribe of people, you know, I was going at it for quite a while on my own. And then I really started to recognize the power of the collective. And even though, you know, on the business owner side of things, it can be more difficult and more challenging to work with so many different personalities. I definitely see the rewards and the benefits of accomplishing things together. The power of the collective, huge for yeah. me. Yeah. I feel like I am one of those people who's always been a bit of a lone. I don't like the term lone wolf because I love people. I'm definitely always surrounded by people, but I feel like when I get into endeavors, I'm always very good at doing the independent work, the like one-on-one -on -one jobs. And, you know, a lot of people don't recognize like to take things to that next level, you ha you cannot do it all alone. Like you have to build these relationships and how much power is in that. And I yeah. think that's so cool that you touch on that and like really prioritize that within your businesses. Cause it can be yeah. hard to see that when you're like doing all the work by yourself, you know, like, no, you need help. <laughs> totally with you. And it, you just reminded me of a quote. It says, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. I love that. Yeah. I love that so much. Oh, so with the the Everly Agency, um, you know, how did that get started? I the reason I want to touch on this too is our mutual friend Bailey uh, connected us, and I know Bailey was working uh, with you or for you for a bit of time. So, what exactly is the Everly Agency, and how did you start that? Yeah. So Everly Agency is a full service creative agency, and I have been doing this type of work in branding and design and marketing for probably 15 years of my career um, and five of the last years self-employed completely. Um, and I had one iteration of the company before that with two business partners, and then I moved ahead on my own and started building my own thing. And um, it felt very empowering at the time, but also I wanted to make sure that I was working with the community and the collective. So that's when I started bringing in as many people as possible who were really talented and driven mm -hmm. and had that, um, that real sense of service. Mm -hmm. Like that's one of the key indicators for me when I'm working with people, like, do you want to be of service? Do you really wanna help people win? Um, because that's gonna come through in every piece of work that they do. Right, right. And I noticed too that service is incredibly important to you amongst, um, you know, it, it, all the other things that we're touching on. Um, but I saw that you won an award for, uh, was it Big Sister? Thank you. Yes. Yeah. So I actually, I had a year where I won two volunteer oh. of the year awards. 
And I was like, oh, this is, this feels good because I've been volunteering for a long time. My mom kind of raised me through the church of like just having like a mindset of service. So she was always showing up for people. So it kind of became a way of life for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so 15 years ago, when I was living in Austin, Texas, I became a big sister with big brothers, big sisters. And uh, my little sister there, Gabby, she's all grown up and has a family of her own now. Oh my gosh. Beautiful girl. And then when I moved to LA, I was like, you know what? I think I want to do the program again. And so I got matched up with a sweet girl named Estrella and uh, we've been matched for five and a half, six years. And this last year through Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Greater Los Angeles, they awarded me Big Sister of the Year. Oh, it was, it was such a special moment and they had recorded a video with my little sister and I got to speak at their gala last year and it's very, very meaningful to me. Yeah. Um, and then also along with that, the second org I've been with for five years and mm-hmm. it's called Youth Business Alliance in LA and they have a program in um, high schools here in LA in low-income neighborhoods where they bring in entrepreneurs and business people to help coach and guide kids onto a career path. So they like, right. And so they teach them real world business skills while they're still in high school so that they can get an early start on a career. That is something that I wish I had growing up. That would have been amazing. (laughs) Right. Pretty much every uh, guest speaker that I've talked to that has gone into these schools has said that same thing. They're like, this would have been really helpful <laughs> if that was coming up. Um, and so I won their volunteer of the year award last year as well. Oh. Uh, and yeah, I just, I'm so happy when I'm doing service work. It's uh, very, very rewarding. Yeah. Well, first off, congratulations. That's huge. And and I could tell how you know meaningful that that is to you. And I was honestly getting very excited just hearing you talk about it. It sounds extremely rewarding and exciting to see these kids go from maybe a place of discouragement into a place of knowing how powerful they really are. And I'm sure now with the um, you know, emphasis on wellness and taking care of yourself, you're able to tie in everything that you've been working on throughout the years into now maybe this like one conglomerate. Um, so how are you feeling? I think you mentioned you're starting a new venture, which is really, um, you know, focused on wellness. So what is that venture and how did that start after all of these other things that you've done? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So here's where I'm going to get a little vulnerable with everyone. Um, so I've had a beautiful life and also, um, I have been married twice. So when my second marriage fell apart, my body started to as well. And I remember going through a phase where I was having this recurring infection in my body and they couldn't figure out how to clear it up. They took me in for a surgery because my kidney had kinked off and wow. I came that and they still couldn't get me well after a surgery. And so at that point I had reached like this very dark place where I felt like I was dying. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to a friend who connected me with a doctor who was trained in both Eastern and Western medicine. And I went in and started talking to her and cried in her office. Mm -hmm. And she ended up connecting me with a series of herbs that helped me this crazy infection that they couldn't get rid of with antibiotics. Um, And in the process, I realized that I needed to go in here and I Mm -hmm. needed to here. 
and start figuring out why my body was shutting down the way it was. And so that's when I discovered meditation. That's when I got into a regular breathwork practice. Mm-hmm. And I learned how to breathe into these spaces in my body and release all of this tension that was caused from like the shame and the pain and the difficulties that I'd been through. And as soon as I started doing that, my body immediately started going back into homeostasis. Yeah. So this is what has driven me to this point where I'm like, I want to start a company that helps people discover these type of practices and the powers that they have just within themselves to heal themselves and to bring them back to a state of homeostasis. Um, And Yeah. Sorry. I'm getting, I'm getting emotional with you because I I'm so happy that you found this outlet, but please continue. Don't let my noises in the background (laughs) stop you. No, no, I love it. Thank you for connecting with me on this. Um, and so we are starting a company called cloud spa and I've been working on it since the end of last year. When I went away for a little bit, I went on a trip and I started asking through meditation, what wants to be created through me? And this is what came through. And so I started gathering on weekly calls with my circle of people that I've done plant medicine journeys with. And we started discussing like what we could create together that would really help the world. Mm. And so Cloud Spa is going to be an online platform. Uh, We're going to start with a membership where people get daily breath work multiple times a day, um, meditation practices. They're going to get integration services. So if they have a plant medicine journey or if they go through a personal development experience, they can integrate those learnings into their life. Mm. And then the last thing would be community sharing circles. So making sure that people are really seen and felt and heard. Mm -hmm. Because what we found with a lot of these different platforms who may be offering these kind of wellness services, they're all Mm pre-recorded. They're pre-recording these beautiful videos, but it doesn't allow for that community aspect, that connection aspect with like other humans. And so we want to make sure that every single class and offering that we have has a live instructor and has the opportunity for sharing with a community of people. I love that so much. I actually, I have a lot of friends that you might want to contact because they are in these, uh, they're teachers and, and practitioners. And so, um, I feel like you would love shout out Kylie, Kylie's Kundalini class, but she kind of, yeah, she kind of started this, um, the angel course. And I feel like maybe you guys should get together on that. That could be something. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I, I absolutely love that because, um, I too am somebody who like has always been very healthy uh, for the most part. But then as I got into my adult years through like just certain patterns that I found myself reliving over and over again and not understanding what was going on and then my body feeling different aches and pains in certain areas that were were re- reoccurring um, and then finding myself again, like whether it's having the same pattern with like I'm meeting the same person almost, but yeah they're just in a different costume or different meat suit and like what is happening. Um, and I will say that meditation and breath work was the one thing that I never expected was the thing that was going to get me out of that pattern. Um, but it was, you know, like it wasn't conventional therapy, not that therapy was bad. It was great too, but it was interesting to me just how powerful all of the breath work and meditation really was. Like you always hear about it, but until you finally dive in, 
it's remarkable. It's, it's absolutely crazy. (laughs) It is. And I personally think that breath work specifically is going to be like the next yoga craze because I see it popping up everywhere. And I see people having really profound experiences just from our breath that already exists. And I just, I want to be part of bringing that to people. Um, because I do think that it can change lives. It changed mine. Mm -hmm. Yep. I think that the one thing too, that this is just making me think about, um, we've gone through life and maybe it was the pandemic that was the the catalyst, or maybe it's just really, you know, the times, whether we believe in astrology or whatever's happening, um, in metaphysical spaces. But I really do believe we've, we've been living in this, like we need all this excess. We need all of this outward stuff to come fix us and, and help us. And, I feel like there's just a huge collective shift, which I'm so happy now that you're creating this this cloud spot because I think that you're hitting it right where it needs to happen. Um, people are wanting authentic relationships, authentic connection. Um, they want to feel like we don't need, you know, this is not a good example of my books in the background, but like I'm trying to get rid of things because ultimately I really don't need all this extra stuff. Like I thought I used to need to like cram things, whether it was into my brain, uh, my body. And it was even doing that with supplements. You know, it was like, it's kind of this weird, um, less is more thing, but you have, but you have to get there when you get there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like I have definitely become a minimalist, um, as I've gotten older and it's to the point where I like get excited about the idea of like getting rid of stuff now because it just, it makes me feel so much more free when I'm not tied down by things. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel that collectively, I, I know that so many people just in my own life that I've, I've observed are all feeling very similarly. So I know that I have personal relationships that would absolutely love to join the cloud spa for sure. Yes. I definitely would love to hear from any of your people and you're a yoga instructor, aren't you? So I'm, I'm not, but I love yoga. I've done yoga for, oh my gosh, since I was 16, I've done hot yoga. Um, and then I started doing Kundalini yoga over the last couple of years. And that was through my friend's course, the, the angel course. Um, yeah. And so done that. And then, um, technically I'm, I'm a numerologist based on like the teachings I've <laughs> received, but I don't really do numerology readings for anybody unless, um, you know, people want them, but that's not like for a business or anything. It's just for yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just kind of dabble with everything. And really my main thing within the metaphysical space is talking to all of the other people that can answer my questions or can talk about these things and it's not uh taboo and you know we just open up this whole new world of like well this has always been existing but we've kind of shut it down for a while so let's let's bring these topics back up again maybe it can help someone absolutely agree and you know there is that big movement that we're seeing with people who are recognizing that like the ancient teachings are what is really going to affect our lives Um, It's not any of like, you know, the new things that have come about. It's like going back to the breath. It's going back to the meditation, things that have existed and have been known to work for eons, um, finally coming back and people are starting to recognize their power. Yeah. Okay. I have a quick question. This is so random, but speaking of ancient teachings, I've recently come to find different theories that the human body could live 
or maybe 500 to 1,000 years prior in ancient world. And I think that this is so funny that we've, you know, gotten to this place where it's like, oh, we need all this extra technology, all these extra doctors, and like we're our life expectancy is not going up. And then you read all these ancient documents and they're like, he was a thousand and something years old. And I kind of believe it. Like, I believe that we have that ability for some reason, but just something changed. Yeah, no, I've heard, I've definitely heard that theory as well. Yeah. Um, and, you know, with um, the focus on things like stem cells that also already exist in our bodies, they're mm-hmm. thinking that our, our generation is going to be able to extend their longevity quite a bit longer, like in our lifetime. Um, That's exciting. Right. That could be cool. Uh, And uh, you also think about things like how did we build the pyramids? So they had these different sort of technologies that were maybe built around like frequency uh, that they were able to do crazy things back then. So it makes total sense to me that they may have had some deeper knowledge about how to extend your life. Right. And I'm, I, I'm trying to dive into all of those different theories because not that I, I don't know now thinking about living a thousand years, that seems excessive a bit, but and like, it could also be really, really cool. So <laughs> yeah, right. Right. right, right. Like why not? Yeah. Um, but something else I want to touch on, I can like totally go off track for ages. Um, <laughs> I know that you, something that you really like to share is the concept of upstream versus downstream work. Um, can you go into a little bit of that concept for our listeners and and why that's important to you? Absolutely. So this is actually a concept that Aubrey Marcus brought up to our coaching group this year. And he was encouraging all of us as leaders to consider creating content that works more upstream than downstream. Because a lot of us, when we think about service, and including myself in the past, have thought about like the importance of just showing up in person and like volunteering for a day. I've done so much one-on-one mentorship or speaking to small groups of kids. Um, And now, and this probably is very relevant for what you're doing, he's encouraging all of us to start creating the content that is more built upstream and affects the entire downstream. Mm. Um, leaning into the idea that we have, you know, the knowledge of these ancient teachings and of these things that have healed and helped us in our lives. And now we get to spread the word because we have platforms that can help us do that. Very, very cool. And that's actually, that's funny because I I swear um, everything mirrors everything, you know, on a daily basis. So I, I'm sorry to all the listeners. I say this literally every episode, like my listeners are probably like, you don't need to reiterate yourself, but I just have to tell every guest. It's like anytime I'm feeling or thinking something on my own, a guest comes on and mirrors what I've been thinking and, and helps me heal a little bit as well. And I feel like I've for at least the last ooh, maybe like four years have found myself in a really passive state, which has been nice from, you know, being super reactive. Like when you're in your 20s, I feel like almost everybody's really reactive. Um, and, uh, so I was like, okay, I really want to learn how to just go with the flow. I kind of got a little bit too much on the flow. And then, you know, you kind of lose like, Oh wait, maybe I should have like stuck up for myself or the other person. Um, so I, I like how you're saying going upstream with importance and, 
making sure that yes, it could be a little bit more difficult to get the point across or the message across, but it's going to be for a good reason as opposed to just being passive and and letting things pass you by, you know, taking inspired action. Ooh, that's yeah. Inspired action is huge. Like, you know, we know when something feels right and aligned. And Mm -hmm. now that we have these technologies and platforms that we can spread a message with using them for the good, like, you know, there's so many people on social media who just want to complain about things and, you know, talk politics and spread negativity. And it can be used for all the beautiful things. Like what if we considered our platforms you know, the space where we share the most beautiful things in our life and the most encouraging messages instead. Yeah, I love that. I've actually been having a really, not rough time, that's not the right word, but I've been very inactive on social media recently because I've I've wanted to, and I, you know, it's kind of like how you went away for a year and uh, meditated to find what you wanted to do. Um, that's kind of how I feel with my socials right now. It's like, if I'm going to spend time and time's my most valuable asset, how am I really going to use this in a, in a positive direction, as opposed to being like, I'm here. And you know, that's fine too. Um, and that used to bring me joy. So following joy is very important, but I, I like this notion, like you don't have to do everything all the time, like come with a purpose for everything that you do. And I see that in you with everything that you do is like, there's a very, purposeful reason for whatever you're doing, which is very cool and inspiring. Thank you for saying that. And um, it's funny because social media is one of the services that we offer with Everly Agency, but I'll immediately tell the clients when we're setting them up, like, don't get caught up in the stuff that will drive you crazy. Yeah. Like <laughs> so caught up in like the numbers and the engagement to where you're not enjoying it anymore. Like the whole purpose of creativity and of being able to put any sort of message out in the world is so that you can add to the beauty of it. There's a book by Charles Eisenstein that's the more beautiful world our hearts know is possible. And we all at some level like know that is possible. And so why not choose to be a part of that when you're actually putting time and effort into putting a message out in the world? I love that. And so with everything that you have been through and um, created within the last however many years, um, what's something that is probably the most inspiring or um, your why right now through everything um, that you do? Yeah. So I would say um, it's probably, you know, the self-healing mechanisms that I've discovered um, because I know so many people are taking pharmaceuticals or um, feeling really lost or depressed in life right now. And I think that this is the perfect moment for us to introduce the concept that they don't have to live like that. Mm -hmm. Like there are options and natural ways of helping your body, mind, and spirit Um, And you get to have a positive life experience. You don't have to live in misery during this lifetime. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. Because even we, you know, I'm an emotional person. And, um, you know, on those bad days, you're just like, like, (laughs) even when it only lasts like a few hours, you're just like, and then you remember 
you're like, oh yeah, this is, this is just a part of, of the life experience. And there really is so much joy to experience and everybody is capable of experiencing that. Totally with you on that. And I will, you know, for frame of reference, I have bad days too. Um, (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Another thing that I've leaned into with social media is not forcing myself to put anything out when I'm not feeling well. Yeah. Um, And so I I think that a lot of us put pressure on ourselves that like we have to keep pushing and pushing and putting out more and more stuff. Um, But to me, any creation that we put out into the world carries an energy with it. So I always wait until I'm feeling really good so that that gets pushed. I think that's really smart. And and one thing I do want to say to you is like, it's so inspiring to me that I've, I've, I, okay. So everybody listening, I just met Lyric, you know, right now when we started this episode, but, uh, through our mutual friend, uh, we've been chatting here and there and I've been watching the things that she does. And, um, I just think it's it's incredibly inspiring, like the amount of things that you've done and it's not, it doesn't feel like it's this hustle, hustle, hustle thing. Like it feels substantial though. Like looking at you, I'm like, wow, she's accomplished a lot and it's really impressive. But I love talking to you right now, knowing that it's, it still feels doable when I talk to you. Like it doesn't feel like I'm going to have to put my entire life on hold and only work a business or only do service or only like there is a way to be well-rounded in all of these aspects. And I think that you embody all of that really, really powerfully. Thank you for saying that. I think I made a shift at one point when I was experiencing a lot of waves of burnout Mm -hmm. uh, and to where I was, I tapped into the power of focused energy. Mm. Um, If I focus on this one thing and just complete it with all my best intentions and energy, and then move on to the next thing instead of like trying to do a hundred things all at once and not doing any of them well and tiring myself out all the time. That was a game changer for me. Um, and then also I, I took a, a values survey, um, probably a year ago now. And my top values were creativity mm-hmm. and second was pleasure. And oh. Yeah. And so a lot of people, I think, immediately associate pleasure with sexual things, which I mean, that's beautiful too. You know, I'm all for it. Um, But for me, pleasure means like savoring a piece of fruit or like taking in the sunrise and really like leaning into those moments where you do recognize the beauty on the earth and around you and within yourself. So I have started leaning into pleasure in almost everything that I do. And one thing that I recognize too is um, I think probably six of the last eight Zoom calls I've had, people have been talking about how they want to have fun with work. Oh, like a a movement towards that where people like we've been like pushing so hard for so many years at like grind, grind, hustle, hustle. And I think that there's a shift towards um, the idea that we don't have to be miserable in our work. Isn't that crazy how like it's so simple, but it's really hard to grasp. And like, I don't mean to laugh. It's because I'm I'm laughing at myself in this too. You know, we can all find ourselves in that like, no, I've got to work. I've got to get this going. And you're like, you can relax. Yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. And, you know, like there, of course, are going to be moments where you're like, you know what, I got to get this push through. Yeah. Um, yes, absolutely do that. But I think like choosing to not make that your only way of life is really important. Yeah. Like we are so multifaceted and um, I'm really happy that that is now being shown to us because for a while, I think just the things that we were doing, we we convinced ourselves that we're not. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's interesting. Totally- yeah, like that's an interesting concept, actually. Like we've convinced ourselves that we've not, we're not happy. What is that wild? Like, yeah. Uh, humanity is my favorite thing, and it's like the most interesting thing to me because, like, I obviously we're both humans, but like humans are so interesting, and I'm like, how? Why is that the case? You know, we do really funny things, and we convince ourselves of things, and it's almost like this uh, unnatural part of us exists within the natural too. And yeah, I don't even know where to go further with that concept, but humanity just makes me laugh and smile and cry and and all of the things. That's why it's my favorite thing. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I was so with you on that. It's like, if this is not the only experience that we have as living beings, and maybe we have another experience on a different planet or whatever it is, different realm, this is a very interesting one. This is so interesting. <laughs> the levels of contrast that we get to experience here is wild. Like yeah. the happiness, the sorrow, the pain, the joy, like it's the extremes. Yeah. Have you heard the the theory too that earth is the Harvard of the yes. human schools? <laughs> yeah. It's like soul school where we yeah. come here and like work out all of our issues or like learn things and like probably report the data back somewhere. So they're like, you probably shouldn't do that. Right. And I just think that's funny. I'm like, dang, I got into Harvard. <laughs> you know, like, I can only imagine my soul was like, oh, okay. Like, I got to go to that one. <laughs> like, exactly. So a question for you, would you come back if you had the choice? I would. Isn't that funny? Like, <laughs> you know, it's, I, I think life is so beautiful and I do love this experience so much. Um, I think I'm, I'm more emotional today because I've had some, I had a personal life thing happen yesterday, which like, I'll tell you that after our episode, which like was also fine. And and it's weird because just when you think that you've learned so much, that's when Harvard or the earth school likes to tell you, nope, you've got something else. (laughs) Guess what? You get another challenge to overcome and build character. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I would come back. I would come back because it's, it's always entertaining in some shape or form. Exactly. Yeah. I, I think I would too. Like there are moments where I'm like, move on. But when you think about the life experience as a whole, Mm -hmm. I think it makes a difference. Um, because you look back on just our own lifetime and all of the ups and downs and you're like, wow, I could not have written that story. No. Like, <laughs> crazy twists and turns. Like this has been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, the one thing I will say is maybe the next life I would love to be on the planet. That's like beach, yes. my ties, pina colada. Like I don't even drink alcohol, but just like that vibe you know, and then maybe after that I can come back here, but I would like one where like, lo- like if it's the, um, 
fifth dimension where it's all love and light like I would love to experience that just for a minute like I don't need polarity for a lifetime and then I can come back (laughs) we can take a little break before we come back to school um (laughs) and have you personally done any like plant medicine journeys Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Ooh, so I've never done ayahuasca. I had a plan to do that um, for my birthday last year. I wanted to go to Rhythmia, which speaking of blue zones. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, you've been there? Oh my gosh. Okay. We should talk about it because I, I got a little bit scared um, to do it. I actually, I've, I've shared this story a couple times on different podcasts. And I think I've sh- shared this on one episode on the flip side. Uh, but the first uh plant medicine slash hallucinogenic that I did was DMT and I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> after that experience, um, I haven't tried anything else, but the idea of it and like the healing process of it has always been really, um, intriguing to me. Yeah. So. That cued me when you were talking about like going to another planet to like experience just pure love, because I think those plant medicine journeys that I've been on have given me like that sensation where you feel you're just floating in love and it feels like very pure and all of the, you know, the contrast here disappears. That's my sense of what happens when we pass, we go up, Um, but Rhythmia specifically, uh, that was my first experience with any psychedelics. Okay. Uh, and I went late 2020. So it was a crazy year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went with a group of close friends down there. It's in Costa Rica. And I would recommend that place to you because it's also like a resort experience. So mm-hmm. if you're going to go for your first ayahuasca, which, you know, has moments of not being comfortable because you are purging yeah. in multiple ways. Um, but that one is very, very comfortable. Like you get to go back to air conditioned rooms. There's like a masseuse on site. It's very, very nice for your first experience where you're not like in the jungle trying to swat flies in the middle of it. Okay. Noted. Because I, I did think about that. I was like, okay, if I decided, you know, I've always wanted to go to Costa Rica in the first place and I still haven't made it there in any way. Um, so I was like, let me I tend to be an extremist with my plan. So I'm like, let me, you know, two birds with one stone. I get to go to Costa Rica. And if I want to do that, there's like a safe facility for me to do that. And then I can also opt out and then just enjoy what's around me if I decide not to do it. But this is so cool to hear that you did go to it. So was it, did you feel like that room that they they do the, the medicine and was it, like was the feeling around all these other people was it comfortable and it was kind of like a family feeling or that I think was the only thing I think you're right like I didn't want to go into the jungle by myself and and be like ah I'm like totally like freaking out by myself yeah exactly so that was a concern for me too um and I had started getting interested in the possibility because I watched some of the ayahuasca documentaries that are online 
And um, then one of my close groups of friends was like, hey, we're going to Rhythmy in July. And I was like, hmm. Um, and so I, they always say like, you get called by mama. Like okay. it's a she that comes to visit you through ayahuasca. Um, and so I felt her speaking to me and ended up booking it. And we went into the Maloka, which is the building that you're talking about where everybody has like their bed and their little bucket. Um, okay. And they have shamans there and they create the brew and then you go up and they give you a blessing as you drink it. And everybody kind of lays down. And then after maybe like 20 minutes, you start to hear people starting to purge. Mm. And getting rid of things. It's very much a cleansing opportunity for your body. Um, and then I remember at one point I was like, oh, I st I'm starting to feel sick. And I, I threw up and immediately then went into like this beautiful experience where it started showing me all of the like typical imagery of psychedelics, like mm -hmm. oh, for geometry and beautiful colors and all of that stuff. Um, and then it started working on some mental things that I was going through. Like when I went that first time, I had just started this iteration of my agency mm -hmm. and I was really nervous to be offline for a week. Mm -hmm. Like that felt like really intense for me. I wasn't feeling like it was a smart move at mm -hmm. that point. And so ayahuasca uh, brought me in like a personal assistant, like, like, as I was under, and she was telling me, everything's great. Look how everything's set up. Like, this is how it's mapped. And then she started explaining the law of attraction to me. And she was like, okay, so the law of attraction works like this. It's like a database. Like you might think of a computer database. And then as you put an intention or a desire into the universe, we basically drag and drop different things in order to get you to that place. And that's why sometimes it takes a while for you to get your desire or your wish because they're putting um, somebody in place down the line. We're like, okay, so this person needs to be driving to the store in order to have an interaction with this person, which then eventually leads to you receiving what you desire. I love that. I love how she, I love how ayahuasca gave you an assistant and there to be like, I'm taking the work off your, your shoulders. Like just be safe and enjoy. Oh, that's so cool. So I, so I think my whole thing is that I want to go into it without any of the preconceived fears and that might not happen. Like it might need to just be purged. Like maybe I can't get to that point of being totally clear before I go into it. Um, but I think like, I don't know why I just go into it being like, I'm going to have like the craziest experience and I'm going to purge some crazy stuff out. And I don't know why that's in, you know, that, that probably needs to come out. That needs to come out. Cause it's okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, and they do feed you like very, very healthy food while you're down there, the dieta. So you do come through the whole experience feeling much more purified. Okay. Uh, and I actually have a friend who went on an ayahuasca journey before me and in his first purge, he saw that he was throwing up all of the Adderall that he'd ever taken in his life. And after that, he never took another one. Wow. Pretty wild, like what the medicine can do for you, because, you know, whether it's ayahuasca or whether it's psilocybin or things like that, it can actually rewire your brain in a very healthy way. Oh, I love that because I was always that kid that 
they were like, you are ADHD. And so, um, that, I mean, personally, that's a antidote where I'm like, yeah, I probably would throw up all of mine that I've taken the past two and that would be wonderful. <laughs> so you're inspiring me. You're inspiring me. Like I, I kind of put it on the back burner, but maybe it's almost time. Hmm. I think so. And like you, that's the way I felt leading up to it. I felt like, you know, I started to be intrigued by it and then other people would say things about it. And then I'm like, okay, I think it's happening. I think I'm yeah. going to do it. <laughs> and isn't that funny? That's with everything. So um, speaking of all of these, you know, law of attraction and getting you to the place that you want to be through all of these different data points, um, how do you, like, if somebody were to ask you, like, how do you remain calm when things are not maybe going the way that you want them to, or maybe the manifestation's not there yet? Um, how have you learned to take care of yourself in those moments where things feel like they're not in your control and maybe going haywire, but you ultimately know through all of these lessons and teachings that like you're being led to a good spot? Like, What would you recommend for somebody to do? Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. So I think um, for me, there's a quote that tends to go through my head when I'm in those situations and it's this too shall pass. And, you know, and also it's not just the bad stuff that's going to pass. It's the good stuff. So like making sure that you're like savoring those good, beautiful moments and celebrating things as they come, um, because those are going to pass too. Um, and as we had talked about, like th this life experience is one of contrast. And yeah. so you can't have the highest highs without going to the lowest lows, you know? And so it's in direct proportion. And if you want to have a big old beautiful life, you're going to have some lower moments. And so I reminding myself of that, that like, this is going to pass and I'm going to have an even better experience after this. I love that. I absolutely, absolutely love that. And the reason I wanted to ask is because I feel like there are more and more people kind of reaching to these spaces, like maybe um, traditional therapy hasn't helped them. So they are finally looking into some metaphysical practices, into some mindset. And so, um, you know, I see a lot of kids and teenagers these days that I've never seen. Like, I know that kids, there's always that kind of like, I'm a depressed teen um, demographic, but like, I've never seen it as such a high scale. And so I'm really excited for younger people too to recognize like just how powerful they are. And, and this this time is really difficult for them. But um, I like to share little tidbits like that just so that generation doesn't feel like they're so lost. Like I, I meet them all the time where they're just sad. Yeah. yeah. I hear you on that. And like, I agree that the pandemic definitely had, you know, a destructive effect on some people. Um, and especially our young people, like they were taken out of school and like trying to navigate that whole like homeschooling life um, away from their community of friends. Um, but you also said something a while back in this interview where we've convinced ourselves that we're not happy. Mm -hmm. And I think that a lot of that generation and ours like was told, you know, that you're depressed and you know, that life is terrible. And so now they have started to believe that and like words are powerful. Ideas are powerful. You're going to discover what it is that you're looking for or what you believe about life. Yeah. Oh, that is something that changed my life was the the power of my belief system. Like even though um, somebody could tell me, oh, you need to be realistic about something like the power of believing in my chosen delusion 
almost. Yes. And then actually seeing it manifest after I decided that, no, like that quote unquote delusion in your mind is so real to me that it's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like gaslighting yourself, Um, (laughs) which is, is strange, but it's effective because they say that like, when it comes to frequency and uh, vibration, you can only attract what you are already feeling, what you already are. So like making sure that you have a high vibration in order to get into the feeling of already experience what you want is what we'll call it in. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Have you tapped into the law of assumption at all yet? Yes. You love it. It's so fun because I loved the law of attraction for so long. And then when I heard of the laws of assumption, I was like, that's so much easier. Yes. Yeah. I think there's a girl online called, she goes by life by Lucy, I think. Okay. I've never heard of her. Uh, yeah, she's really cute too. Um, and she talks about the law of assumption as well. And so I think that's where I heard, heard about it. I love it. I've had a couple people on here do um, law LOA stuff, or I guess that's like the abbreviation. Um, and just hearing that, I was like, my happiness level, like even if that is like just one big mind trick, yes, skyrocketed. Exactly. <laughs> yes. 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 I love that. So throughout everything that we've talked about through all your ventures, um, what do you see Lyric Everly doing or creating within the next five years? Or what's something that you just, I mean, you don't even have to put that pressure on yourself through this question, but um, what do you think you're reaching for right now? Or what are you excited to experience in the next few years with everything that you've been up to? Okay. This is a perfect transition. Cause I get to now like visualize my beautiful future. I love uh, it. Yeah. So, I mean, the thing that we're actively working on right now is cloud spa and we're planning on doing the public launch in September of this year. Cool. Um, and so I'm going to be focusing hardcore on that for quite a while, which I'm very happy about, very excited about it. Um, and then we're going to launch in marketplace a marketplace with cloud spa to bring in facilitators worldwide. Mm. Uh, platform um, next year. So probably June of next year, we'll launch that portion of it. Um, And then my plan is to give all of my time and love and energy to this for the next three to five years and then make an exit. And at that point, I would love to be in a beautiful relationship and potentially um, starting a family. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that's something that I wasn't sure that I wanted for the longest time. And it's just been over the course of the last couple of years where I was like, yeah, I think that that should be on my list of things that I want to experience in this life. So I think that's where I'm headed. I absolutely, I, number one, I love your energy and you're like the, the cutest person ever, like just energy wise. Like I feel like you have pink energy, um, but I'm just so happy to, to see you in the space where you feel like you've, you know, while you were learning and I'm sure all of those experiences, although they were tough, were rewarding in whatever way. I'm I'm really happy to see you like, you know, put all of those lessons into something that I think really will change a lot of people's lives. And I'm really excited to, to see Cloud Spa come to life. And if there's any way that I can be a part of helping you out, I would absolutely love to. Um, and I'll try to, you know, hook you up with any of the metaphysical practitioners and and teachers that I know too. Um, but I absolutely love to hear that, you know, work really hard and then make an exit. That's kind of my dream 
as well one day. We can go to our Montana farm <laughs> and, and just enjoy the land. Um, but it's super, super beautiful. And I'm just really excited to see all of this work out for you too. Thank you so much. I adore you. I'm so glad that you connected us. <laughs> I absolutely love Bailey. So I knew talking to you, I was like, I'm going to love her. Um it's just one of those really cool things that through this podcast too, like I've just met the most incredible people and, and every episode I just fall in love again and again with like every single person that comes on here. So yes. Yeah. And I'm, again, I'm like very emotional and like a very, um, touchy person. So I'm always like, I wish I could like virtually hug everybody. (laughs) I see that. And like, I think the cool thing about you interviewing people about their life and their passion and um, things that they're working on, like you get to see a little bit of their soul, which mm-hmm. is a much deeper place than most of us get with people day to day. And yeah. so I think it's so cool that you're creating media that allows people to see that in another person. And it makes total sense to me that you would fall in love with people because I would feel that way too. <laughs> I appreciate that makes me so happy to hear. Thank you so much. And yeah. and I actually didn't realize that, but that is so spot on. It's like I, you know, we were talking about following joy and um, I started this podcast as like a, I, in the beginning, it was like, I have a lot of like really random questions and I would like to talk to people who might have some answers. And that was the the beginning of all of this. But now I realize, and I, I didn't realize until you said that, but I think I do want that soul connection with, uh, you know, with anybody I talk to, not just like the, how's the weather or can we get this done or that kind of stuff. I love the deep conversations. And so, yeah, you just nailed it on the head. Like that's exactly why I do this. (laughs) Yes, It's beautiful. And to mirror back to you, like, it's really beautiful to see you like in your zone of genius. Like you you're very, very good at this. And it feels like very pure for you to be doing it. And it taps into that upstream versus downstream that we talked about earlier. And you're doing it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my, I appreciate that. Again, I'll tell you my thing. Sorry to all the listeners. Like nobody, I'll talk about it later, but I'll tell everyone, yeah. uh, I'll tell Lyric after this episode, um, like my situation yesterday, that was <laughs> a life yeah. lesson. But I really, really appreciate that. Of course, it like has to do with like career and just finding that, you know, I I always hear, um, so Kylie and Kundalini, she'll talk about your dharma and you're living out your dharma. And every time I try to go seek it out, it always comes back to here on this podcast. I'm like, I'm just supposed to communicate with people. Um, I didn't know how to effectively do that for a a while, like career wise, but I was like, it just always leads back here. So Yeah, I feel that for you. And one of the things that I've loved about Fit for Service this year is they talk about the Dharma artist and they have encouraged artistry in people in a way that I don't think I've seen mm-hmm. in like my entire life um, where they're saying like art is the new activism. Oh. And so all of us creating what is our natural inclination of beauty in the world is mm-hmm. what we're tapping into right now. And this feels like it for you. I appreciate it. I feel like I sense the same thing with this cloud spa. And so I'm, I, I it's, it's so cool to see people really live out what they want to do. And I, maybe it's because we watch our parents or like adults in our lives. Like they did things maybe they didn't want to do for years and years and years. And so 
I think this is why I get so excited when I watch people like, no, I'm going to just take the risk. Exactly. Yeah. Take the risk, (laughs) y'all. Yes. Well, everybody, so this is Lyric Everly, the absolutely beautiful uh, pink energy person that I just made that up. Who knows if she has pink energy, but I'm not an aura reader, but she's amazing. Um, Everybody, if you want to go find Lyric Everly, where can they find you? How can they get involved? If anybody has any maybe mentoring questions or service questions, like where can people find you, reach out to you, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So my personal Instagram is just my name. So Lyric Everly. Uh, We've got Everly Agency over there as well. And then for Cloud Spa, if there are any facilitators or people who are interested in maybe being a member, um, you can go to cloudspa.com right now and there's a sign up form and then you can select what you're most interested in. If you are a facilitator, if you are somebody who wants to um, just be an explorer in wellness, you can sign up for that particular list and then we'll send you information as it rolls out. I love that. I'm going to sign up after this episode. That's amazing. Yeah, I love that. So so everybody too, um, if you have any, do you need like teachers or do you need anybody who... Um, Yes, you do. Okay, so teachers too. Anybody who has any type of interest in Cloud Spa, definitely reach out to Lyric. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're looking for facilitators of all types. Um, so people who are into yoga, people who are into like quantum stuff, and even um, so, anything that w- would be in the wellness space that you think that you could really contribute to the world, please reach out to us. I love it. I will definitely put my friends on this list too because I know some there's somebody that can help with this so I love it so everybody um you know hit up lyric on her instagram go to cloudspa.com uh lyric you should definitely come back and chat as all of this stuff gets rolling I would love to hear more about how you're getting things together in the future and whenever this launches like definitely you are more than welcome on the flip side anytime but definitely come back when things launch and we can do a little bit of a episode on the background on how to join or any of the things that you come up with in the interim. Beautiful. Let's do it. I love it. All right. Thank you so much for being on the flip side podcast. I could talk to you forever, but we hit our hour mark. So we'll have to wait again until next time, but thank you so much again for being on and to all the listeners, I will catch you back on the flip side. Bye.